Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how we doing? This is Tiki Central, and this is Craig. I'll be your bartender, host, and hopefully information for the hour. Also, too, on board, we have our co-host. Hi, Paula. How are Hello, we doing? everyone. It's a nice summer day, so it kind of sucks that we're inside. I wish we were at the Tiki Bar, but we haven't quite rigged up anything at the Tiki Bar to record there yet. So Ooh, maybe next time. Next time, really? we'll do it next time at the Tiki Bar. That's How's a that? thing? Yeah, we could do it. We could do it down at the Tiki Bar. It'll be, have to be next time, though. Can I do it from inside the pool? It's, <laughs> uh, don't think the microphone will work very well under underwater. <laughs> no, not underwater. I can be half body in water. <laughs> okay, so, so let's I'll go be back at the to bar, real life. and you'll be at the pool. Okay, I see how it works. Is no. that how it's gonna work? No. Okay. okay fine. I'll just I'll there be at go. the bar. Okay. I can do the pool before and after. There we go. Cool off, and then after the, after the show, go jump back in the pool. That's a good compromise. That's a good. Com- I'll, I'll go with that. That's okay. Cool. Me too. I'll just sit there and have my Mai Tai, so I'll be all right. So and then hopefully Norma won't have a cold anymore, and she'll be able to chill out know, there with me. I know, it sucks, because we both had it. Like, so nothing worse, I bet you everyone understands this, in the summertime, having a cold or a cough in the summertime, because it's nice outside, and you're sniffling, and you're having a headache, but that's, and you're coughing, and that's it's That's the time of year, I think, that more people get colds, because because of the... Inversion of temperature. Yeah. It's so hot outside and then yeah. you, you stay in the AC yeah. and you get a cold. Yeah, but I think because you're out in the sun, you're getting vitamin D, right? So in the wintertime, you're not getting vitamin D. Then also, too, that the air inside your house is more dry mm-hmm. and there's less circulation, right? Like you don't have windows open, right? Yeah. So I think that the common cold probably happens more often in the winter because of that, because your air is dry, you've got no circulation going through your house of fresh air, and uh, it's colder. Yeah, yeah. I guess. That. Well, I get colds all the time in summer, so I'm all all there uh, with Norma. Okay. Yeah. I'm just Much finishing, more than winter. I'm just finishing mine off, so thank God. Jeez. <laughs> and they're long colds, too. Yes. Two or three weeks at least. It's yep. insane. Yes. Okay. So tell me, Craig. You just yes. took a sip right there. Tell oh, me. So what good. drink are we talking about today? And you're drinking today. Yes. <laughs> wait a minute. What show have I not been drinking? I'm just kind of curious. Okay. No, it's just that... <laughs> I'm just going with the flow of the sound it. effects okay. here. I got that's true. It's true. Good sound effects there. It's, <laughs> it's real. Because he is actually real drinking the next drink that we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. So I actually want to know more because it looks really pretty. Okay, so yes, we're doing Chief Lapo Lapo today. Oh, yes. And and tell me more about this drink. How did it start? Well, just like a lot of the tiki drinks we talked about in the past, there's lots of stories and recipes that go way back in time. Now, the one store we came across was the Donna Beachcomber, of course. Tiki bar recipes were very secretive. And so what would happen is actually he would have a crew of bartenders, uh, Filipino bartenders, actually, in behind the scenes making the drinks behind the bar in the back room. Ooh. So some of the competitors that opened up their tiki bars against Donna Beachcombers will try their best to get his drinks. 
And so what they would do is actually would poach his staff. So basically, like, kind of con his staff, like, come work for me. I'll, I'll pay, pay you double. More. I'll pay you double. Just for the recipes. That's it. We'll give you a brand new car. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish I got this. I wish. Why can't people poach me? I don't get this at my job. I don't people come up and go, hey, Craig, if you come work for me. I will throw in a car. <laughs> That's because you don't have any. You don't have any secret recipes to to share. No, but just skills alone. Come on. Uh. <laughs> okay, no, no, I'm not that egotistical. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not at it all. It certainly so I'm just sounds joking. like you are. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm Brazilian joking here. Here we go. Oh, oh I like that. Okay, I like that. Good for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't change my tone or nothing. Here we go. That was great. Yeah, you like it. So actually, what ended up happening was that his staff would get hired by other rival bars. They would actually bring their expertise and, of course, some of the recipes that they did have with them. Mm. And so it's not exactly clear who made this drink, but it definitely looks like more than likely a Don a Beachcomber Filipino bartender that made the drink. So he actually, he would know the legendary Chief Lapu Lapu. Ooh, and who is Chief Lapu Lapu that we're talking about so much? That's right. So Lapu Lapu actually was the ruler of Mactan in the Philippines. So now back then, actually, this region was actually not called the Philippines at that time. And even the people were not Filipino at mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what ended up happening was just, it was just a bunch of a collection of diverse people in that region. Okay, so, so why is this chief Lapu-Lapu famous? Well, in the case of Mr. Lapu-Lapu, he was the first to resist the Spanish lead by Mr. Ferdinand Mangellan. Okay. Yes, who actually was a great Portuguese navigator who dropped anchor in the Philippines in 1521. So anyways, uh, so apparently Magellan actually tried to get the locals to surrender to Spain under the flag that he's selling for. He wasn't, he, he's Portuguese, but he's, fine. he's actually selling for Spain. Okay. And convert the people to Christianity. That's where I think he, he sh- screwed up. Yeah. Way to go. Like, just, just, you know, just go in, do your thing, trade. Hang out with them, get to know them. Why, hey guys, why how's it going? What, mess and fuss with their so, re- religion. Uh, what do we make for food here, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. How was your date? No, like, please no, no. become Christian or like you. Or die. Become yeah. Christian right <laughs> now. What, what's the point? Exactly. Uh, well, also too, but I saw in my research, it seemed that he actually only took 60 men to this island. Or at least 60 made it there. Yeah, 60 men to the island against a thousand of Lapo Lapo's men. Well, he obviously, obviously uh, wasn't, yeah, wasn't prepared. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not even miscalculation. How could he have known? Like, there was no internet or phone or anything back then. Right. Like, he was going based on a hunch. Like, oh, I think... Let me Google that. How many people are in yeah, the tan? Like, I think, I think I'm going to be fine with these 60 guys here, you know. They're sturdy fellows. Yeah. I trust him. Yeah. So Magellan actually was struck during the battle with a bamboo spear. So, like, see exactly what you're saying. They actually just had regular bamboo spears, bows and arrows, nothing fancy. They were uh, living the simple life and exactly. happy. And then later he was finished off by one of the others in the resistance. So he did? Yeah, he died in the battle. He did. Yeah. So now, actually, one of the things that I researched, actually, that Lapu Lapu uh, actually didn't even fight during the battle, but he actually just commanded it from a distance. See, that's how I would do it. I'd be like, okay, guys, you go ahead. You do your thing, boys. I'll be back here uh, having my tea. And my prize, I will give you my prize when you come back. And uh, yeah. whoever comes back alive gets prize. Gets a prize. You get to live. There you go. <laughs> go, peeps. Go Woo-hoo! do your thing. <laughs> go, peeps. <laughs> I'm just going to chill here and look. I'm going to watch you guys destroy the enemy. That, that's me, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's totally I what would I would probably do. be that way, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. We've learned through the years, basically. Let the, let the crazy guys go first. Okay, here we go. Of course. That's right. <laughs> so 
is this the guy that like you usually see in statues that's like a super muscular warrior and blah right. blah this giant warrior yeah right? yeah yeah so it so, is that guy it's well that's the statue that they've actually put up to represent him okay now the statues of him actually that we see today like you said uh don't really depict him correctly you're joking no so poor according to my research uh he is actually around the age of 70 at the time and back then, a lot of his people were actually very short and very stout. So, so this tall, muscular, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the rock kind of figure wasn't any of those people on it the It was island. just on, on his imagination. It was Well, no, I think what it was is that, you know, like when you tell a story about somebody, right? Sometimes you, yeah. you magnify of course. or you exaggerate something. And so I guess because he won this battle... Well, he must be this great warrior, right? So, of course, then all the statues but get no. made in his in his honor, right? He's a little old midget. He's a little midget. 70-year-old midget, by the way. Yes, I might add. Aww. <laughs> a little guy. He, was, he had probably big brains. He was probably really smart. Well, it's amazing. If he, if he actually controlled the battle from a distance, then obviously he had the brains to like, okay, I'm going to tell you guys exactly how to do this. Yeah. And, yeah. well, just the numbers could have won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A thousand against 60 doesn't have to be a genius. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is all really fascinating. And I, and I really enjoy that we're talking about this um, historical figure. Yeah. That is from Portugal. So I think we maybe should tell people about the drink. Like maybe the, what's in the drink? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get back to the recipe. Okay, yes, yeah, so let's get to the recipe. How many recipes are there, first so of all? So we're going to go over three different recipes. <gasps> wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just like every other thing we talked about in tiki culture. There's lots of recipes. And again, like we said, there's not a defined person that's kind of just made this drink. This was one of those mystery drinks? One of the, No, it's one of those drinks where back then it just was very confusing and uh, the... The documentation wasn't up to speed, so basically, it's it's hard to tell who actually made the drink, okay. like the actual original drink. We don't know. Who we're gonna go through it. a couple of ones that came out about of it. So, Donna Beachcomber's drink. We're gonna go through the recipe for Donna Beachcomber. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and don't forget, this actually is on the website, so you don't have to write this down, by the way. And so, there's uh, three ounces of orange juice in that, uh, two ounces of fresh lime juice, one ounce of the simple syrup. Okay. Which we talked about, one-to-one -one ratio of sugar and water. Yeah. One ounce of passion fruit syrup. Now, that's something you can get at a coffee shop. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can go find some recipes for it to make it, but it's probably just easier just to go to the coffee shop and pick it up. Okay. Uh, one and a half ounces of the dark Jamaican rum. There's some rum. There you go. And one and a half ounces of light Puerto Rican rum. So as you can see, it's already three ounces of booze in there. Yeah. You got to shake that well with some ice and then pour unstrained into a large sniffer. Now, a sniffer... Uh, like, you know, you see for brandy, but this actually is a bigger one. So like almost like a fishbowl kind of size uh, that you're going to pour this into and then add some crushed ice to top it off. So this actually serves two people. Oh, wow. Uh, really? Yeah. So it's more of a romantic drink because I'm imagining like a, a lady and the tramp type thing with the spaghetti, but <laughs> the instead spaghetti. with two straws. And there's a chief lapo lapo drink yeah. off to the side. Okay, so what's the second recipe? Is it very different from the first? So this recipe actually we just got with John the Beachcombers is actually we got this from Jeff the Beach Bum Berry. My friend. Your friend that you love so much. Uh, and his book called Remixed, which is actually published in 2010. Okay. So if you actually go on our website and you go to Cool Links, there actually is a link to buy that book oh, on cool. our website. Yes, cool. yes. So another version, let's go through another version that we, uh, that it's also on the Beach Bum Berry actually has as well. And that's Akua Ku Lapo. Oh, cool. Yeah. So this one actually has, so again, some, we'll go through the recipe. See, and this guy did it right. He actually changed the name a bit. 
If to... he's going to make a little variation of it, he changed ah, the name of it. Because, yes, yeah, so remember you were saying one time on one of our episodes, you're like, well, they just changed a few ingredients. Why don't they yeah. just make it, call it a new drink? Exactly. I know. Well, it's, it, like we said before, I mean, there's like a thousand versions of Mai Tais. There's a thousand versions yeah. of every other drink out so there. So this guy... So this guy is like, no, no, I'm going to make a new drink, even though there's some variations on yes, it. Yes, I, I like that. I think that's, that's yeah, smart. Yeah, take some credit, man. Yeah. Yeah, he made a new so, drink. What so the from the Chief Lapu Lapu... Now he made the Aku Aku Lapu. Exactly. And so in this one, we've got one ounce of fresh lime juice. Sorry, one ounce of fresh lemon juice. But you know me, I always do lime juice over lemon juice. So there's no difference depending no, on the preference no, of the person. You can, you can, yeah, exactly. It's up to you, okay. whatever you want to do. One ounce of unsweetened pineapple juice. And I do mean unsweetened, by the way. So Why? it does make a difference in the taste, obviously, at the end, the end result. You don't want to go too sweet. So also, too, you got to next, notice the next ingredient, which is one ounce of white grapefruit juice. So this, is, if you notice right now, is getting a little more towards the tart side, right? So we got lemon juice, we have unsweetened pineapple juice, and we've got grapefruit juice. Okay. So that's, it's tart. But to balance it out, we're going to go one ounce of orange juice, one ounce of fluorum. Now, fluorum's is this tiki ingredient that we talked about before. And if you go to episode 17 or 18 on the website, there actually is a recipe for fluorum. Okay. Uh, if you're in the States, you can actually just go to your liquor store and buy fluorum. Easy. There you go. I know. Made it easy is for that them. one of those things that you want from the States? Yes. <laughs> I already took a picture and I already, already gave it to uh, Justin there. He's already ready to go. What do you mean? He took a picture of it. Of fluorum? Yeah. <laughs> and okay, <laughs> something you didn't know. Yeah. Damn. Sorry, Justin. Okay. Uh, one ounce of gold Puerto Rican rum. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, that could be like Bacardi. You can... Do that with Picardi. Uh, one ounce of dark Jamaican rum. Uh, I usually use Appleton for that. Uh, one ounce of Lemon Heart 151 Proof Demera Rum. Do you remember this one? Yes. That's that's the one that um, that Mark brought you, isn't yes, it? Yes. That's the one you had to smell of it. And it smells yeah. good. I was going to take a sip, but your face was just like, stay <laughs> well, away only, from it. There was only four ounces. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and here I, you would use what? I, a I'm whole sure. ounce? <gasps> oh, God, no. Does this uh, yeah. one sell in the States, too? Yes. So, so it's easy peasy to find it there? Yeah, probably in the lower states. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Not in upper states, but like not, not, not in New York, because I think you go to New York next. Yeah. Not in the states, but like down in California and Florida, you probably would find it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then the 151 proof tomato rum, and then about two cups of crushed ice. So you put all that into a blender, blend it for 20 seconds, and then pour that into a large sniffer or a tiki bowl. Actually, I got a oh, tiki cool. bowl, so I put that into that. You're going to add some ice to fill it up and then garnish it with a flower. Uh, and this one is also serves for two. two. See, yeah. it's so romantic. And even with the flower, that's really cool. Sure. That's right. <laughs> Nothing more romantic than tiki. Okay. <laughs> so you say there's some night there where Norma comes home and like, Bay, baby, it's date night. Guess what? I've I... got something on Netflix and I got a chief lapo lapo to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she's going to be, yeah, right. Give me my wine and let me send my own mare away. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, maybe she will like it. Did you try it? She's, she doesn't like booze forward stuff. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's very, very wine or very sweet stuff she I likes. See. Yeah, I yeah. See. So this one is not going to be a too, uh, too much of a sweet drink. No, no. This is going to be a tart, very booze forward drink. Oh, okay. Exactly. Yes, for sure. I see. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, are there any more recipes of Lapu Lapu? Yeah, so the next one I'm going to share with you guys actually comes from Tipsy Bartender. Oh, oh my God. You just abandoned Beach Bum and Vicks and everyone? That's right. You I'm found a whole the... new guy? <laughs> no, no. I've actually been watching Tipsy Bartender for a while. 
So Tipsy Bartender is a guy on YouTube that used to be a bartender out in, I think he's in California, and then eventually he just started making drinks, and people actually would send him recipes, and then on his videos he makes the recipes with a whole bunch of celebrities, sometimes showgirls, dancers, we'll call it that, in quotations. Okay. Um, and yeah, so then he has, he's gotten very, very popular. So Tipsy Bartender is kind of like, you know, on HGTV channel, Mike Holmes, we all kind of know Mike Holmes, the repair guy that repairs houses and stuff. Okay. He's sort of basically the same kind of equivalent. So basically, he's like the Mike Holmes of bartending. Have you sent any any recipes for him to make? No, because what it is is that I love the guy at the beginning, but the problem is, is that I found out through time, I'm getting more and more experience of myself, that a lot of his drinks are very boozy. So in other words, what I'll say, uh, if you watch any of his videos, there's like about six ounces of booze and maybe two ounces of mix. Oh, wow. So it's just like, oh my God, like it's just overpowering. It's just too much alcohol and there's no way you can drink more than one if you can drink one at all. So it's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, it's just, so now I don't usually get recipes off of there. In fact, you can just adapt it, can't you? Just like put less of the booze? Well, so here, here's a funny story to that. So Norma went on Tipsy Bartender okay. and got a recipe for a sangria. Yeah. She was having a party with the girls. It was having like a girls little get together. Mm-hmm. And she went on Tipsy Bartender and got the sangria mix. We made the, the recipe and it was awful. Like she couldn't drink it at all. So then I fixed it to the point where it was it was pretty good. Because I actually looked at it I'm like, really? You went online to find a recipe for sangria and you've got a bartender living with you? Yeah. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah. So anyway, I fixed it and then ended up being a success for the party for the girls. And uh, she made sure she made it perfectly clear that Craig actually made the recipe. Nice. And not tipsy bartender. So the mm. recipe for that one is one ounce of white rum. So wait, so so this one's going to be really booze forward too if it's, it's one of his? Uh, no, actually, this one actually is not too bad. Actually, Have you made it? I have yet to make this one. I've okay. made the other two. The other okay. two I've made, I haven't made this one yet. Okay, so, so, so let's put a little asterisk there on this one. It's I, not Craig approved yet. Not Craig approved yet. We haven't he's, figured it he's out. He's giving you the recipe, but he hasn't tried it out. I haven't made it myself. Exactly. So, uh, you know. Let exactly. us know. <laughs> exactly. If you make it, let us know what you think. I will definitely give some feedback on the website first, for sure. I'll give you the two thumbs up and the two thumbs down. Okay. So it's one ounce of white rum, uh, one ounce of dark rum, uh, one and a half ounces of orange juice, one ounce of lime juice and a half ounce of passion fruit puree. So it could be like a jam. So what's, you can, what's the difference between using a puree and, and a, a, syrup? a syrup? Yeah. Okay, so syrup is going to be... I uh, know the consistency changes, but... Yeah, it's more liquidy, obviously. What about the taste? Um, pretty well the same. So if, if the person so, doesn't have the passion fruit puree, could he use, use... passion fruit syrup. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it just says puree in his recipe. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make sure I copied exactly and as it is. And the puree is a type of a jam. It's kind of a jelly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to do a half ounce of simple syrup, and you're going to garnish this with an orange wedge and a pineapple leaf. There we shaken, go. Shaken, stirred. So this is going to be shaken very well. Okay. And then you're going to add some crushed ice to the serving glass, like we said before, some fresh ice there. And you're going to strain the contents of that shaker onto the ice, and then garnish it with a pineapple leaf and an orange wedge. Okay. So that's recipe number three. That sounds tasty. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that that's going to be likable. So, likeable. So if you're listening to us and you decide to make it, comment in the website if you liked yeah, this recipe. If you haven't heard from me yet and you've yeah. tried this recipe and you think it's really good or really bad, like thumbs down. Yes, please. Just give us, us a comment. Yeah, yeah. Let, our, let our listeners know for sure. Did you know? I did not. I have a did you know for you too today. Oh, there you go. Uh, so let's go over some more of the history of the famous Portuguese navigator we talked about, Mr. Magellan. Fernando de Magalhães. 
That guy. Fernão. Fernão de Magalhães. <laughs> yeah, because oh the, the name used to be Fer, Fer, Fernão. No, nowadays, it's more like Fernando. Fernando. That's, yeah, that's where Fernando came from. Fernando. Fernando? Yeah. <laughs> Fernando came from Fernão. Fernando, like, when you say it in like, a Spanish, like, tone or the accent. Yeah, it's almost like Alejandro. That's, like, so but also Spanish. Too, but it sounds like you're like, oh, my God, it's Fernando. Hi, my name is Fernando. I can I, Please, I go back me. to like the the Have Mexican Let's go. the Mexican telenovelas like the Fernando Alonso. So I have to ask so when you're in Brazil, yeah. Are there guys like that in the bar? Like they walk up, "Hello, I am Fernando, and you are Would no. you like some drinks with me and let's no. go dance?" Um, no, no. Of those guys? no, it's it's not like that at all. <laughs> Because like in North America, if you're Spanish, that's exactly what you're going to do when you get into the bar. You're yeah. Go, Hello. My name is Antonio. Yeah. Come drink with me. No, no. We we do have um these creeps too, but they definitely are not going <laughs> to use this tone or this like <sighs> you know, like they they're, they're going to be like, "Hey, hey, hey gorgeous. So, uh, what are you drinking? Can I get your drink?" Like So the normal not tone, be, yeah, nothing nothing out of the ordinary. No, it's it's not going to be like hey, oh, yeah. I'm Fernando de Because usually, like, the, the Mexicans, like... I mean, they don't come up to you with a rose in their mouth? No. And like, <laughs> and I see what you mean, because they have, like, the eight names or whatnot, like, yeah. in, in the Latin culture and Spanish-Mexican. It's very funny, because they're like, Fernando Eduardo Tavares. Blah, 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 yeah, that like, doesn't sound sexy at all. 87 names yeah, later. Yeah, but if you say this Fernando... Yeah. Or, hi, I'm Antonio. See, I prefer Alejandro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so Fernão de Magalhães, the Portuguese guy, he yes. he was traveling with Spain. Yeah, so basically in the late 1400s and the early 1500s in Europe, spices, like we just talked about earlier, were like gold. Yeah. So whoever actually possessed them were basically sure you profitable. They would make money and a lot money, of money, money, money. A lot money, of money, money, money. Money. So in 1519, Magellan actually set sail for the spice islands that he would hope to find. And he reached Rio de Janeiro in late 1519. Brazil, right after Brazil. it was it was discovered. We were discovered in 1500. So he got so there. Brazil was 19 later, years old. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'll trade with the locals. Man. So see, this is funny. So he goes to Brazil and does a smart thing. Yeah. Hey, guys, how's it going? I got some trinkets for you. Yeah. You got some spices. Yeah. Cool. Let's trade. Yeah. But then he goes in this battle with, you know, Chief Lupa Lupa. And he's like, ah, oh, no. That's kind of yeah, I'm exactly. Like you guys, <laughs> you, you would have think that he would have learned, right? Like, yeah. But no, no. He decided to, you know, do it the, the hard idiotic way. way yeah. The hard way. Then he set sail around the Cape of South America, uh, which we now know as the Strait of Magellan. Strait de Magalhães for us. Yes. Yeah, so uh, cool. pronounce it again, so everyone knows. Strait de Magalhães. That's very good. Awesome. Very good. And actually, he was a very first person to actually lead a fleet from the Atlantic to the Pacific. And thus discovering the world is round. That's right. Really. And he actually named Pacific, which we just talked about before. He named the Pacific Ocean, which means peaceful. Oh. Yes. Because the, the water was very rough and rigid and lots of high winds on the bottom of, well, what's now the Strait of Magellan. Yeah. And as soon as he got past that on the other side, in the Pacific Ocean, it was very calm and, and, and soothing. Do you know that the, well, did you know, Craig? Continue. Did you know? I did not know. That the, the Pacific waters are way colder than the Atlantic? I did not know that. See? 
You did Yay, not know. Learned something new today. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Because it isn't a Hawaii in the Pacific Ocean? Yes, it is. So isn't the water warmer over there? Well, maybe it's up there, but the the most part of the Pacific. Oh, at I see. least On average. Okay. At I least. Okay. Um, oh, this is just a PS. At least down in South America that yes. I know for sure. The yes. Atlantic is way warmer than the Pacific in oh, South America. Okay. I cannot okay. say for... Although I do think that in California and stuff, the water is way colder than in the East Coast as right. well. All right. So anyways, <laughs> uh, so now according to the information, he, he left when he first set sail. He had five ships and over 300 men sailing with him. Okay. And by the time the ships got all the way back three years later back to Spain, there was 18 guys. Wow. That's it. Only 18 made it. And one ship. And one ship. Because yeah, it would exactly. be kind of dumb for yeah. 18 guys. Well, actually, there's one ship they abandoned, actually, near uh, in the Philippines because there was not enough men to man it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm figuring here. Yeah. Like, 18 would be hard to put in three different boats or whatever. So it took him three years to go all the way around the world and end up with one ship left and 18 guys. On that note, did you know? Did you know? I don't know. I did not. <laughs> um, I, I was reading the other day that actually... Um, you just said that he left with five ships, came back with one. Yes. I actually discovered that there's over 200 million ships in the bottom of the ocean. Wow. And Can you believe that? That's insane. That's I a, know. That's a huge freaking that's a number. That's a huge number. Like, that's a yeah. huge number. It's so, 200 million. You would have think that there wouldn't be space for water anymore. Yeah, exactly. But no. Yeah, yeah but don't forget, too, like, you take them 200 ships, but eventually what ends up happening is that the wood from the ships rots. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that's going to be left for the ships is actually anything that's metal. So think of it, you know what I mean? So like on, say, a part ship, like I've seen some document videos on part ships in the Caribbean, they literally will find like the nails that put yeah. the wood together, yeah. the anchor, No, and if you cannon, think about it, that's too. That's it. That's all they find. They don't find a sail. They don't find any wood. Yeah, yeah, of it's course. Gone. I can understand yeah, that, yeah. too. I can appreciate the fact that they, they disintegrate. But even if it's you think that. about it, like the middle of the ocean is so deep. Like, we know more the moon than we know our own ocean. Oh, for sure. We don't... I think we've only explored... Someone said, I think, one time is like 20% of our yeah, actual ocean. Yeah, exactly. So, imagine if if we know that there's over 200 million ships in the bottom of the ocean, is that doesn't even include, probably, all the parts that we can't search, that we are exactly. not we yet... Exactly, we can't get to. Yeah, that we yeah. have still no no access to. Exactly. And it's it's very it's it's mesmerizing to think about it because it's such a huge number considering yes that we have ten thousand years there of of you know history. of war and stuff exactly war yeah. and battles yeah. and yeah exactly yeah oh, for sorry. sure sorry <laughs> you love hiding the microphone no, and I keep on? thinking that I'm gonna get a shock every time I do no, it for no. some reason and I know it won't but I thought I'd keep you in line. <laughs> Thank you. I totally need that. Should I get a beating now? Let me get in line for that. So, as we mentioned before, he actually was killed in the Battle of Mactan, which was on April 27th, 1521. Three years after he went to Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hope you enjoyed his trip. He came from the first world country, ended up dying in a third world country third after world stopping country, by a couple right. others. <laughs> yeah, stop by a couple islands and see how things are going. Oh, well. Wow. Go. It's like... Look at that. And then he's like, eh, it's an island. How many guys can he possibly have on an island? Let's just bring 60 guys with us and see how it goes. I don't, I don't, maybe he wasn't even expecting there were, there was going to be a I war. I don't think he expected any resistance whatsoever. Yeah. Because remember we talked about on one of our episodes before how the French had the, for Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. It, the battle only lasted one day. Yeah. Because they underestimated their own opponent. That's true. They thought like, 
Come on. We're this Europe. Tribe guys. We're the, we're Europe. How, how sophisticated can these people be? Come they on. Can't, but here's the thing. I'm sure they weren't. No, they probably just had spears and, and bow yes, and arrows. Yes, exactly. And and but the Europeans of them. <laughs> were thinking they were all that because, you know, well, we are, you know, the oldest country and, you know, we're smart and whatever. And then they get there and bam. So this is some cool facts about Mr. Magellan and, of course, Chief Lupa Lupa that we talked about. Yeah. And so, as usual, it's very cool to learn the history of these drinks. Oh, yeah. And so that's what Tiki's all about. And we always talk about the history of the world in the process, right? I know. We get on geography and history and science. Look at us. It's crazy. Living and learning with Craig. I know. Well, it's the research I do. I know. See, it keeps me up at two in the morning is the research. So, it's fun though. It's fun. I it's, like it. Yeah, I, for sure. I like it too. I think it's well, really it's also good. a cool story. So like, I, like I'll be serving the drink. Second up, I'll be serving this drink now at my tiki bar, and I'm gonna have a story for it now. Yeah, even at the bar bar, and not even at the tiki yeah. bar. If somebody ever, you know, it's orders it's, it up at the bar, then yeah, I'll be able to tell them a story. It's always good conversation starters. You know, these stories oh, yeah. of how the drink started. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So that is our show. And so let's tell everybody who we are. We are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. Or .com, either way you can go. Or without www. Exactly. So I finally secured it so then actually you don't have to put the www in anymore. So TikiCentralCanada.com. Apologize. So if you tried to get to the website this recently and you couldn't get in because we were having issues with, um, I don't want to mention GoDaddy, but we'll mention GoDaddy. Um, well, just, I'm sorry. It's, anyways, we, we fixed it. We you, fixed you were it. frustrated and it you want to put it out there. Two in the okay. morning, I'm on the phone with tech support for an hour. Thank God tech support trained, was awake that time. Well, it's 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, two in the morning, two, one o'clock for one hour talking to tech support about how to fix my site. Boo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah, so it's there. Anyways, it's back. It's back. And on there, there is about us. There's some information about me, stuff about Apollo, and your YouTube video site. Yes, right. We're gonna Thank have we're gonna have new stuff very soon. So so stay tuned. Yes, because you guys are going on. Okay, where are you going now? Um, this like couple days from now, New yeah. York, and then after that, um, Italy, yes, Germany, Singapore, my Dubai, God, and oh my Maldives. This is just until October. Oh my god! So yeah. we're gonna get a bunch of content. I'd for say, you. and uh, I, I thought I traveled. Jeez. And Brazil in the end of the year. There you hopefully. go. There you go. So yeah, you guys. Awesome. Yee. It's gonna be fun. It's yeah. Be fun. We look forward to seeing some videos from you. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, we, we, we can post the new ones when we we have we new ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, yeah, so anyway, so there's uh, yeah stuff about her, and then also too there's a recipe page for all the drinks that we do. So of course now we're in summertime. What better time to try out some tiki drinks than now? No better time. Exactly. And then also, too, there's an episode page so you can stream live our uh, episode, be it Spotify or YouTube or iTunes or Google Play, any way you want. You can binge it. Yeah. Also, yeah. So you know how people like when you hear people like, oh, on Netflix, I watched, you know, uh, Game of Thrones season yeah, one. Yeah. Some guy down in the States somewhere on one day, because I always check the stats. Yeah. One day, listen to all the 30 episodes wow. in one day. We're at 30 already. Yeah, we're at 32, 33, somewhere around there. Wow, good yeah. for him. So uh, congrats to whoever that is. He really likes your voice. I guess he really likes our voice. So well, you're go. the only one that's in all 30 of them. That's true. I'm the only one who's consistent. There you go. Yeah, because <laughs> I really like you and Cam in the beginning when I was hearing it. Oh, speaking about that, so Cam, it will be uh, probably making an appearance in August. Yes, we talked. To, I talked to him just recently. He's going to be making an appearance in August. And somewhere down the line, all three of us will be on the same show. I can't show. wait. I met him just recently, and it was awesome. Like, he's yeah. such a good guy. Like, he, he seems like a super, super good personality, nice yeah. fella. 
It's gonna can't, be, I can't wait to do it's it. It's going to be good chemistry yeah. for sure. That's for sure. I'm hoping. Yeah, wait, we'll, I will. I guarantee it. I can totally I foresee, guarantee it. I foresee that you two are going to make fun of me for not drinking. Oh. I can foresee that. I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll see. We'll, we'll, I don't we'll know. I think you two are going to gang up on me. Yeah, but you know what the good thing is, though? Uh. Cam never brings me gifts. Oh, thank so God. So you already went up on him already. Phew. There you go. And so anyways, on that site also, too, is a subscribe page. So Please you can subscribe. Do. Yes, that's how we are driven. And then also, too, we have a cool link page where you can actually do the research that I do to the books that I read or the videos that I watch and all that stuff. And then also, too, is a comment page. So if you want to make a comment or anything like that. We love reading, by the way. So please feel yes, free to feel comment. Free. Good or bad. We, we, want to, we want to hear from we you guys. We want to know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think we're going to go downstairs and make some more drinks. Please, because yes. I didn't try it yet, and you finished it, and you didn't, didn't give me a sip. A I know, I didn't share. Sorry. Bad, bad, Well, you know, it was made for two, but I didn't give you two. I didn't have two straws. He, I only had one he straw. He makes a made-for-two drink and drinks it himself. I only Do you had know one anyone more egocentric than that? I only had one straw. <laughs> oh, please. That's bull. <laughs> I try. I try. Mm-hmm. It was too good. All right, folks. Anyways, we're going to go off and make some drinks. We'll talk to you next time we see you, okay? Later. Bye. How do you say bye in Portuguese? Ciao. Ciao for now. Ciao, ciao. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys. Hey, guys. Where's my drink? baby it's date night guess what i've got something on netflix and i got a chief lapo lapo to go with it